You know, we just made the announcement the other day, Eric Clapton is coming to Columbus with Jimmy Vaughn, and uh, now you're getting a lot of the iconic artists. A lot of great shows. Now touring, no including no Sticks coming to Riverbend June the 11th. Go to sticksworld.com to get your tickets, and they start their tour here coming up, I believe, the 31st, so let's talk to guitarist uh, James Young of Sticks. JY, what's up, buddy? Hi, James. Um, hey, it's rock and roll. We're getting ready for another rock and roll summer. Are you ready for a rock and roll summer? summer <laughs> always is yeah. this is this the first tour post covid for you guys like full summer tour yeah we really have not put together uh i think a lot of the bands were reluctant and some of the guys and some of the bands had covid uh we all got tested i'm the only one that did, never tested positive but nobody ever got really laid up by it so um it's all that clean living you do, James. Well, uh, <laughs> I do a lot of medical reading, and I take a lot of supplements. And yeah. I think uh, Same if here. the American diet was a little bit better and, and the food we had wasn't quite as processed, we probably would be all be much better off. But uh, I pay attention to it. My wife's an invalid, had a stroke a while back, and, oh. and so I feel like I have to be strong for her, which keeps me strong for the band. And uh, so I've cleaned it up. Hey, how are you guys with this tour with it? Because it's still, people are getting it. Obviously, you guys want to continue your tour. You don't want to be like Kiss and do a million makeup dates and be touring for two years after one tour. So are you guys, when you, how many buses are you taking? Are Is it like two guys do a bus? How are you guys doing it to make sure? Logistically. You, you conti- yeah, you continue to tour. No, well, we've, I mean, Tommy and I are sort of the alpha dog tag team because we've been there the longest. I'm the only one that's been there since the beginning. And uh, and everybody else is you know is is happy to be working. I mean, our drummers. Some people think he's the best drummer in the world. He's certainly up there in the top mm-hmm. few dozen. And anyway, Todd and uh, and he's busy doing clinics all over the place, even overseas. They fly him over there. And uh, and Lawrence Gow was a superstar in Canada, and he's could never break through in America on his own. So he's he's happy to be part of the team. And uh, Ricky Phillips is. Been everywhere. Ricky Phillips has been everywhere. He's a rock star. Yeah. James Young of uh, Sticks is with us at Riverbend on June the 11th. I was going to ask you, J.Y., if you had a favorite city, but then the more I think of it, after all those years of touring, it's not like you're out sightseeing. So if the city, do you have a favorite venue as opposed to a city, or do you have a favorite city? Well, you know, we've we've made a lot of friends in a lot of places, unfortunately, We've we have everybody sort of a little bit neurotic about social distancing, so we're not seeing anyone backstage, even relatives. Not even me on the eleventh. I apologize for that. It's not my doing. <laughs> no, but, I know, I know. Um, some of the guys are more paranoid of it than I am, and uh, as I said, I'm the only one who hasn't tested positive, and uh, I still misbehave a little bit. So, <laughs> when you think of the iconic venues across the, I mean, you guys have played Red Rocks before, right? Is that a favorite oh, yeah. spot? Yeah, that's pretty cool out there, isn't it? It's it's a unique place, and uh, and Rocky Mountain High in Colorado is pretty much everybody's Rocky Mountain High in Colorado. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Jy, uh, my oldest, my fifteen year old boy, uh, just got into vinyl. So we're going around and we're going to the record shops and we're buying different old vinyl, you know, and of course a lot of sticks in the collection. So we did a topic one day of best side of an album. Not best album, but best side of an album. Okay. And Paradise uh, Theater got a lot. Side one of Paradise Theater got a lot of votes from the listeners. Uh, Social media, calls, 
But then I picked up uh, Grand Illusion, and side one of Grand Illusion is pretty damn good, too. Uh, you consider those two pieces of work, like if you were talking best side of an album that Sticks did, would those two albums be it? Well, I would put those two, yeah, at the top. I really would. Grand Illusion, I think, was we really finally hit our stride, and Tommy had not been in the band uh, for the first four records, um, but then Crystal Ball, our first five records, actually. Crystal Ball, um, you know, that was his, t- he brought that song in, that became the title track of our sixth album, and then Grand Illusion, uh, Tommy'd been there for a whole year and kind of got what we were all about, because he'd, he'd, he can play anything, Tommy. So I can pick up any stringed instrument <laughs> from banjo to I don't know what from what foreign country, and he'll make he'll be able to play a song on it where I get to have my six string Stratocaster and I got yeah. my setup, or I'm lost. But uh, no, t- Tommy, Tommy just kind of really brought in and 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 added added another afterburner to the whole thing. And Grand Illusion, seven million copies back in 1977. So lucky seven for sticks. Hey, when you record an album and you're doing the songs, do you guys as a group decide what's going on? You know, back in the day, it would be vinyl. Side one in order of songs, or do you let the producer and the record company do that stuff? Well, the uh, the first couple of records we did for Wood and Nickel, because that was our first four albums, it was a Chicago-based label. It had national distribution through RCA. Um, they, they, they played a role in, there were some songs that we did on the very first record that, um, that were suggested by them. And there were, there were covers from, from other, from writer, other, you know, good writers. Um, but then starting with sticks Two, we wrote everything from there on out. And then when Tommy came in, he added a little different angle to the whole thing. Uh, great acoustic player. John Serluski was a great acoustic player as well, but Tommy just crystal ball, Tommy walked in with that song, and I said, well, that's, there's a title track of our next record. So, When okay. you're so ensconced in uh, the band the way that you have over the years there, what do you listen to in your private time? Because we've had Getty Leon tell us, and it's usually surprising. The guy's in Def Leppard a couple weeks ago. What do you listen to? I've always been uh, surprised by some of the answers to that. Uh, well, I, I saw Jimi Hendrix play live five times wow. before he passed. The last last two times were, were a couple of weeks before Woodstock at this festival, and buddy of somebody's of mine, we we got a, a drive away car. Only one of us was twenty one, and some of us were under <laughs> the, the wheel of that car. So don't tell the insurance. Company. Right. <laughs> but we then then there, all of a sudden there was a festival happening out there. It was a two day thing happened right. uh, at, at a place called Devonshire Downs, and this is two weeks before Woodstock, I think it was. And Hendrix played twice, and uh, uh, you know, it was a profoundly influenced me to see the man live. Yeah, and, and I had seen him before that, but he just really was came into his own at that point, and. Uh, that was it for you. Oh, yeah. 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 And we're talking with James Young of Sticks, Riverbend Music Center, June the 11th. Go to sticksworld.com uh, for tickets to that one. It's going to be a great outdoor show. And, you know, with you had your band, 16 top 40 singles. I mean, you could do a whole concert of all your hits. But then uh, last time I saw you guys at the State Fair, you started with Gone, Gone, Gone. That just fits perfectly with what you guys do. It's a great song. Then you got the new album, Crash of the Crown. Is it tough getting your set list down when you guys perform? Well, it, it's, it's, you know, it's like having teeth pulled. You know, you're better off. <laughs> but, but you have to, I don't know, it, it's, we, we kind of can gauge from as many shows as we have continued to play on a, on a, 
yearly basis. Um, what songs really get the reaction from the crowd? What songs? And, and you know, we got plenty of fan mail and, and website action and Facebook pages people can refer to about what the fans are really interested in. And, and I mean, we have to bend it. So, I mean, there's, we'll probably be playing three new songs from the new record, The Crash of the Crown title track, and there's a couple more on there that are really great songs. Um because you got to let people know that you you haven't you're not sitting on your laurels, but they want to hear the grand illusion. Sure, sure they so, do. Does the show change at all way. night to night, Jy? Does uh, we, do we you try, improvise? We try to mix it up a little bit. Right. We know there's fans that'll go from city to city to city, and uh, right. Put a few different things in there. Um, uh, well, you've got like the Fish Following or the Dave Matthews Band, the well, Grateful I don't know if it's Dead. Quite, quite that dramatic, but what are they? Uh, <laughs> Juggalos. Do you, hey, do you know JY of any any fans of your band that have seen you like a thousand times? I don't know about a thousand. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, if we're doing a hundred shows a year, that's ten years. Well, yeah. maybe like five hundred yeah. times. But are there fans that you recognize? Uber fans? Yeah. Oh, there's 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 tons of fans. Tons of fans that. Uh, there's a horde of females that uh, collected <laughs> on the West Coast, and uh, some of them we've come to learn are, are married to wealthy men. So that they we, we see them we see them all over the place. Sometimes they're at every damn show. Um, God bless them, and uh, yeah, for like weeks on end. And they they've got their own sort of little side thing where they get together and hang out and do this and do that, and, uh, <laughs> and which, which is you know it's it's. It's, flattering. It's very flattering. Yeah. So you guys assume. are mixing it up. You're doing uh, Riverbend uh, in Cincinnati, but are you guys mixing it up with outdoor and indoor venues, or is it all, because I know you guys are doing Blossom up in Cleveland on June the 1st. Is it all outdoor venues this tour? Well, with, with the 3X show, and particularly, you know, we got two, you need a big stage for all that gear. And a lot of the smaller venues don't have that, but, but we may do a, you know, we may do a side gig here or there that's, that is just us, or maybe I don't sure. But I, but I don't know it. I, I think once once we've committed to this thing, uh, our manager Charlie Brusco, who we we went to, and uh, it's been twenty years now with Charlie. He's he's just an, an amazing job, and he's like he's like a member of the band in terms of of all that. And he's he was on tour with Skinner for many years, and then the Outlaws is a band he managed, and uh, so he's uh, he's used to the. To be a new road warrior, and uh, and it's it's I don't know it's it's my dad loved driving all over the North America, and when we were kids, we went to California, and yeah, all the way from Chicago and the new fifty five Buick, <laughs> and uh, and then the next two years later, we went over to the St. Lawrence Seaway, which is as far far east in Canada as you can get. Because my dad was just excited about their they were building this thing there, and he was in the construction business. And, <laughs> and then the next year we drive to Biloxi for whatever reason, and he wasn't a gambler, so I don't know exactly why we went there, except it was a get out of the cold, I guess. Family time. JY. Are we there yet? <laughs> Family time. Are we there yet? Hey, yeah. <laughs> my bladder hurts. <laughs> hey JY, just throwing just throwing this out there. So next spring, Jerry and I, this show's been around. It'll be our 10th year yeah, anniversary. Can you believe it? 10 years. And we've known, you know, you've come, I've known you for forever, and Jerry, and you know, you've known him forever. Yeah. You know, for a 10 year anniversary show involving Sticks, you haven't been in Columbus in a while. That'd be pretty good. Sticks playing the Torganelli at 10th anniversary show. I'll do my best to sell that to our manager. All yeah. right. Well, we'll I'll, I'll contact your people, and we'll get in contact we'll with our people, and we'll, and we'll pack the place, and we'll try to get something done, man. And that would be super cool. Be great. 
All right, JY. Well, uh, we won't. We'll we'll uh, tell everybody go to sticksworld.com. And by the way, you can get a lot of sticks music. Have you guys re-released your vinyl? There's so many sold. Do you guys even worry about that? Um, you know, uh, vinyl still has certain qualities that it's just it's you know people are so used to music being portable. It's digitized. You can put it in almost any format. It's not going to be quite the same as the vinyl because uh, you lose some of the really high frequencies. Yeah. But when you've damaged your ears, you can't hear them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe you're not the guy to ask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> June the 11th, Riverbend. Uh, I'll be there. Christy's going uh, for the first time to see you guys, so it's going to be a great show. And then want to tell everybody June 1st up in Cleveland, too. So, JY, we look forward to it, and thanks for everything, my Thank friend. Thank you, sir. Gentlemen and lady, thank you very much. So long.